Welcome to the Big Bang Bear Podcast. This is your host, Zeke the Bear. And today I have a very special guest. I have Alex. Alex, how are you? I'm good, Zeke. How are you? Wait, should uh, I call you Zeke the Bear? or should You can I call, call me Zeke or G. It doesn't matter. Okay. Everyone knows who I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun. but I, I like it. Zeke is um, it's like my online personality. It's just, you know how um, there's people uh, on YouTube that have these like nicknames that they make up like um yeah like jenna marbles yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that but um you know you know her name is jenna but like you know who knows if that's really but i love jenna <laughs> by the way um so yeah holy shit we w- this is like my first time having a guest so like this is a huge experiment this is um i don't know like you're my guinea pig so i was definitely trying my best to have you on because um you know it just it was all spur of the moment where I just had you, um, you know, like all spur of the moment because I was literally driving back after I voted, um, you know, for for the presidential election, and I was like, oh shit, I have all this time, I can have um, Alex on the podcast, and then when you shared the same excitement about it, I was like, yeah. oh shit, well we're gonna make this happen. Exactly. So, Tinder bios, <laughs> no better than Tinder bios. Let's let's fucking start this. So um, I don't know if you remember from my um, other podcasts, but I always screenshot a lot of them because just getting on the app is kind of a hassle. But what we're gonna do, what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna read through some, and I don't know. You can just kind of give your opinion on it. Um, I won't tell you probably until the end if they're male or female because you know it's all mixed. But not that it really matters. It's really by like bio. Like, would you swipe on this bio? Okay. And then we'll kind of, I don't know, we can't really do pictures because, you know, obviously this is just audio. So, yeah. So, yeah, this is kind of like a way of not judging a book by its cover, you know? I love this. Okay. All right. So, I'm just going to go through like 10 of them. I have like a whole shit ton screenshotted here. Um, okay. So, this first one, uh, it says, hit me up if you snowboard or golf. I don't yeah. do two things, kill bugs and clean up puke. Insert Insta oh. handle. So wait, he said he he won't do two things, and that was it. They, I'm gonna say they, because like we don't know the gender, but it's that's it's definitely really... a guy. No, that's a man's profile. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what if I told Am you? Am I wrong? Wasn't? You are so wrong. No, yeah, this, for real. This is a this is a chick. She's 19 years old, and uh, she yeah, she said that. Oh wow! That I is know. A huge left. Huge left, yeah. It says, hit me up. It's like, hit me up if you snowboard or golf. But I don't do two things. I don't kill bugs and I don't clean up puke. Mm-hmm. Sounds like uh, something that some entitled dude would say. Like, he's too good to, to clean up puke and he's such a bitch that he won't kill bugs for you either. No, yeah, no. That sounds like such like a fuckboy who drives like the newest Jeep that his like parents bought him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Talk about Jeeps. I'm not a fan of Jeeps. <laughs> uh, stop. <laughs> Uh, I'm no. I'm Every like that. Guy that oh, I've God. dated has had a Jeep. Are you serious? Yeah, I think except for like two, like almost every single guy that I've dated has had a Jeep, or like we're saving up to buy a Jeep. Oh Jesus Christ! Jeep is crossed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is a swipe left, definitely, because you don't kill bugs and you don't clean up puke. So that's kind of. Uh, I think what would have given it away that it was a girl was I don't I don't kill bugs because like usually girls are like. Of definitely afraid of bugs. 
I don't know. It was the golfing for me because I feel like mm-hmm. golfing like is such a like, male activity. <laughs> no, it really is. Like I don't even know any girls that golf at all. So um, yeah, this one's going to throw you off. So the next one, okay. um, just a small town. Oh, fuck. It already says it here. Just a small town boy trying to be the main character in a love story. The glasses are not real. They are blue light glasses. I just love the aesthetic. I'm 5'7". Apparently, I look like I'm not femme, but I can assure you that I'm... And then he puts like the, the fingernails emoji with like the, you know, with okay. like the the the, the lip the, or not the fuck. What am I saying? The nail polish. Yeah, the nail polish. Yeah, he's like, I'm nail polish emoji, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, this is... I- I, the, the only the, the only thing I would say about this is that stop with the fucking run on sentences because there was no period at all in this bio. But well, I mean, just feel like the going on and on about how they're not really your glasses is like kind of stupid for a Tinder bio. Like my thing <laughs> is, like, this is your first impression that you're trying to make. Like that's really what you want to talk about is telling people that they're not your real glasses. Oh, it's my glasses. Yeah, literally, I'm looking at it, and it's like the glasses are not real. They are blue light glasses. I love the aesthetic. Glasses, glasses, blue glasses. Okay, just the glasses. I'm a small town boy, blue glasses. So like every sentence he says, it's blue glasses. It's like just a small town boy, blue glasses. Glasses. Trying to be the main character in a love story, blue glasses. (laughs) Apparently, I look like I'm not femme, blue glasses. That's all I read when I when I just got this. This is a hard left, by the way. Hard left. Oh, 100%. Well, and that's because that's actually like my type. Like I like a boy in glasses. I like curly mm-hmm. hair. I like them on the shorter side. Like. Well, you know what he sounds like to me? He sounds like a fucking Leo. Because I, I, I have the pers- – yeah, yeah. He sounds like I, a Leo. I'm a Leo. I have so much Leo in my chart. <laughs> you're, you're shitting me. No, it's my moon, my Venus, like it's all in there. You're kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to bash on Leos. Like I get along with them, but in my opinion, oh shit. Oh, my fault. Um, Deep down, I think they have like this ego, this but like a, a larger than average ego and it's perfectly fine. And I'm actually surprised because um, like with you, I know how like you know, you t- sometimes talk about like, yo, like I'm worth it. I'm this chick that can do all this for you. And here are boys like fucking around, just not even doing what they're supposed to as a man. And I'm like, hmm, like I totally rep it. And I can see why now uh, it's it's because your moon is in Leo. Yeah. Did not I know think that. it's because like, I'm like short and like I have like a more like cutesy vibe. So I think mm-hmm. I can get away with having a big ego. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you could. Um, let's go with the next uh, bio. So let's see. Oh my God. So this one's going to throw you off. I enjoy short walks to the door when ordering out, (laughs) binge watching the magicians and curling up to the fire with a nice bag of croutons. I'm also into anime, cartoons, comics, and comedy. Parentheses, Brooklyn Nine-Nine community, John Mulaney, Gabriel Iglesias, etc. And then this person ends with, I am 6'4", just in case you're wondering. Oh. 6'4". That's fucking... That's tall. This is a guy, right? Um, or is it a based, girl? 6'4 is really tall. I mean, based on the name, I'm, I mean, I kind of cut off the, the picture from the screenshot because... um. Because like the, the bio is long enough that I wasn't able to get the full picture with the screenshot. Yeah. So sometimes I'll get some pictures. Sometimes I won't. I'm, I'm going to say this is a guy with a very special name. With this dude. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would definitely swipe right on this because like I definitely 
I like the start where it says, I enjoy short walks to the door when ordering. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I like oh. the croutons. I make homemade croutons all the time. Oh, then this person would definitely dig your croutons. I mean, that, <laughs> oh God, that, that actually sounded wrong. Mm-hmm. They want to bite out of my croutons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, homemade too. Everyone <laughs> loves homemade food. Oh my God, I keep hitting the plate. So yeah, I made myself like a breakfast sandwich and like my plate, I didn't put it back in the kitchen. So it's kind of like here by my side and I keep bumping it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, this is this is our first swipe right of the day. Okay, so let me, let me try the sound effects because we have sound effects here. So let's do this. All right. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a swipe right for this bitch. All right. <laughs> um, moving that to the trash. All right. Um, so here's the next one. French boy looking to meet the one rarely on Tinder. Come talk on Instagram and then inserts Instagram, uh, extra points. If your first message isn't, Hey, what's up or a variation thereof. And then he puts the, uh, raise hands emoji. (laughs) Um, I come in French English and I'm learning Danish. That is the bio. Yes, is, this is a person. This is a man. Is his name Antoine? Because that sounds like every French boy I met in France. <laughs> Antoine Vola. No, it's actually more special than that. It's called his his name is Thierry. Thierry. Like like T H. T H I E R R Y. Yep. Thierry. Thierry. Yeah. Well, my name's Thierry. I come from France. I'm looking for the love of my life. I can tell he just thinks because he's from France and he has an accent that that makes him cuter. But I can tell he's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the picture's cut off so i couldn't tell you what i could tell you is that he's wearing long plaid pants no absolutely not <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and he's a scientist apparently so this is uh interesting this sounds like a catfish but oh i don't know because that's genuinely how like european boys just are and like the talk to me on instagram is such them like they don't use snap well th- um they are verified and also their distance does not show from here so they they're kind of mm-hmm. probably a little private well i guess they're not a catfish well i guess they're not a catfish if they're verified right yeah i think i would swipe right but like just to be mean about it <laughs> <laughs> okay that's another swipe right i think i'd swipe right to this come pretty interesting because he, he you know they're, they're trying to be trilingual we rep trilingual Dang trilinguality <laughs> oh i'm trilingual by the way in case you didn't know spanish english spanish english and italian Ooh. yeah yeah i minored in I italian see. i never mentioned that so that um, debbie mm-hmm yep yeah, Debay. I like I like calling her Debay because that's her um Snapchat name is Debay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, this one I think you'll you'll be interested in. So it says, fuck a bio, who wanna play among us? And then <laughs> laughing emoji. And then um they put Moonchild Cancer Gang. Oh, cancer Oof. gang. Oof. Snapchat um, plug and then living life and making mistakes with a bunch of emojis. And then it says, I am a big girl, don't let my angles fool you. Um, so I'm torn because had it not been for the cancer gang thing, I would have swiped right. But now I'm like, cancer is dangerous, man. Cancer. Like, you know what I think when I think of cancer? Cancerous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not shitting you. Like whenever someone tells me, oh, I'm a cancer in my head. I'm like, I wonder if you're cancerous. Fuck. Because I I love a cancer though. Like I love cancers. Like 
I, my, like all of my friends say that I like a little toxic, like mm-hmm. I like a little toxic from oh, my shit. And so oh I love God. the cancer. Oh but God. I don't know. I think I would swipe left on this person. I, I would too. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm a sucker for, for like, you know, the big gals, but you know, again, cancer is what gets me back, like totally far back. So, and I don't know, there's not much, I mean, there's a lot of personality in this bio, but one too much, too many emojis and also uh, cancer. And she just put fuck a bye who want to play among us. Yeah. I guess the if you just you said she had a lot of emojis, I don't like, I use a lot of emojis when I text, but I don't like a lot of emojis in a bio. Well, I'm going to count how many look there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine, nope, nine emojis total. You can have three max. Yeah, three max is good. So unfortunately, gal, you are swipe left. Um, Let's see. So I think we're on five. Oh, my God. I have a bunch of short ones here. So, oh, here's here's a long one. This one's a, I think, yeah, this one's a, I think it's a guy. I don't know. (laughs) Um, All right. So it says, looking for friends primarily open to dates. I'm big on character and self-improvement, growth, plan emoji, strong bonds, chain link emoji, alignment, um, moon emoji, great conversation. Um, wow, I actually like the incorporation of emojis in this bio. This is actually pretty good. Great conversation and then puts like the, the bubble with the three dot emoji okay. and then inquisitive minds with the brain emoji. And then there's one more. There's like six total. And it says, I love listening to the podcast, The Read, The Friend Zone, New York Times, The Daily, and others. Open to recommendations to with monkey emoji. Um, I'm going to give my input on this quick. But, oh, this is a man, by the way. This is a guy. Okay. Um, and he also has Black Lives Matter in, as, in his um, tag. So that, that actually is a thumbs up for me. Um, th- I, the reason why I would definitely swipe right to this person is because um, they put what their motive is to the app. So like looking for friends primarily, but open to dates. And then they put in um, like a nice section then with a line, like, you know how you make a bio and you make uh, spaces between like certain sections of your bio, just to kind of like for organizational purposes. To break it up. Yeah. Yeah. So this person did it perfectly. So there's like that, what he said the first and then break. And then I'm big on character and self improvement and then has like the f- top five things that um, he looks for with like an emoji next to each of them, which honestly, I think what catches me too is the the emojis he uses. He didn't use like any of the of the face ones. He used like the little plant with like two leaves. He used a chain one, like one with two chains put together for like for strong bonds, which I never even seen that one. And then alignment using like the, the, the Oasis emoji with like, um, you know, like the, the Milky Way shown or whatever, like with the purple thing. I forget what that's called. What is that? What is it? You know that emoji that people use, like um, it's it's supposed to reflect like like um, when you look at the sky at night and it has like that weird purple like look in the middle or whatever. I want to call it an oasis. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Okay, so there's that, and then there's great conversation with like the bubble speech emoji with the three yeah. dots, and then the brain on inquisitive minds. So there's like, there's not too much in this bio, but like, I don't know. So I don't know. I'll let you give your input on that. 
I think I would swipe left because like the alignment, like that section is kind of weird to me. Like it's giving like a weird vibe. And like, I've noticed that like a lot of the guys who like, when they're really upfront, when they're like, oh, I'm just looking for friends, but I might date. They tend to be the guys who are, act- they just say that, but they're actually looking for like a friends with benefits or like a fuck buddy mm-hmm. kind of situation. So I kind of like, so, cause like I've been on, off and on on Tinder since I've been like 18. So like, I'm kind of a oh pro at it. Yo, uh, same. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know, like this kind of just screams like, like a low key kind of like fuck boy guy. Like he's going to seem like he's like going to be trying to authentic. Yeah. We're like authentic and like nice. But then when you actually start to talk to him, he's going to like start playing mind games. Like he's going to start mm-hmm. you on red and shit. Damn. Do you think that's like most common among men too, especially? Cause like this doesn't usually happen for me or it didn't happen for me whenever I was on my Tinder bullshit, but like men leaving people. Like, like, like I guess putting on this, this, um, personality on the bio to make you think like oh this is like a really good guy and then next 100%. thing you know you find, oh my god i'm yeah. so sorry <laughs> no it's fine and it's like i think like sometimes they don't even realize it like i think sometimes there's like a difference between people where like life is biting them in the ass and they can't be that authentic person that they were like portraying themselves to be and then i think sometimes it's a very like purposely calculated and cultivated bio to trick you into thinking that they're one way mm-hmm no, well, I guess that's a swipe right for me and a swipe left for you. So we're kind of down the middle here. Yeah, but I can't judge because my profile is like such a fuckboy Tinder profile. <laughs> I'm, I need to see your profile. I swear. It's so bad. I literally oh, like dear. the lines like just trying to enjoy my senior year. I'm a great pong partner. Like it's. Oh, you have to put the pong for the guys to like you. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, because I know dudes, especially around college campuses, like dudes are always looking for like, quote unquote, a good pong partner and then be that same pong partner where they take the bed like, yo, let's do it. (laughs) That is like every guy's opening. Like, that's like such like a classic move. Like the amount of guys that I've had trying to get me to be their pong partner because they like want to sleep with me. Like, Mm -hmm. Every single dude I've met. And, and sometimes with girls too, when they put like, oh, I can outplay you in Pong or like, or whatever, some shit just to impress the guys. And in my head, I'm like, that never impresses me. Like whenever girls just talk about their drinking skills, I'm like, look, Stop. you don't have to impress me with your drinking skills. Oh, you're calling me out. Cause I was like, I guarantee you can't keep up is like in my profile. <laughs> and then, and then, okay. And this is my Leo. Like you would know if I, I was a Leo, if you saw my profile. Cause then on the bottom, I also say, I have a pretty big ego, so maybe come up with a different opener than telling me I'm beautiful. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah. That's definitely <laughs> your Leo talking. Yeah. Um, let's see. What's what's another uh, bio here? Um, I'm going to read a few more. So this one, um, this one says, make fun of my nose so I know it's real. I'm sorry. <laughs> I only love my kitten and my mama. Oh, I, I oh, just thought of the guy. The, I, I mean, well, I'll tell you in a bit, but um, that that definitely made me think of the Drake song "God's Plan." He's like, <laughs> he's like, um, he's like, yeah, uh, She said, "Do, do you, uh, forget what? How does that's a fucking song, that, girl?" Well, it's like I only it's love like, my. I only love my mama in my bed. I'm sorry, but like I'm trying to yes. think. She said, "Do you love me?" I tell her only partly, and then I'm just input this one. I only love my kitten and my mama. I'm sorry, but this person just put, "I'm sorry." I only love my kitten and my mama, and then I don't know what this means, but they put A C A B and a half. What's A C A B? 
ACAB. It's like in capital letters, all of it. Yeah. What is that? That's like the the anti what is it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's all over Twitter. ACAB. But that half Um, is getting me. I don't know what the half is supposed to mean. A cab and a half. I think that just adds very big emphasis onto like, yeah, I'm really, It's like really like. A cab, all cops are bastards, but I don't understand the half. Oh, then maybe she really hates cops. Also, it is a female, but they identify as bisexual and queer. Yeah, very interesting. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're, well, they didn't put their pronouns. So I'm just going to safely, not safely assume they, them. Um, yeah, no, they look really nice. Um, actually, yeah, their, their bios kind of shortened onto the point. The I mom, mean, it gets, it's the a little mom funny. part threw me off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cause like some dude, some big brolic dude would say, yo, I only love my kitten and my mom. And my mom. And my mom. <laughs> put Which it on my the mom. Amount, the amount of Italian guys that I've seen on Tinder, like who like, mentioned their mom and how they really Oh only my love god. their mom is like so high and the greek guys because like Esther has like a really big greek population Speaking of Greek, yo, there's this Greek um uh like like kind of like little restaurant, dinky restaurant, but like their food is really good. It's called the Sol the Solvak the Solka Solvaki boys. I I want to say Solvaki, but yeah, it's on like Lemon Street. And their their gyros are fucking killer. Like I get this one called the Zeus, which my friend Rob introduced me to, who's also a cancer. And um, <laughs> dude, oh my god, I would go there in a heartbeat just to get the Zeus. The Zeus is one of their like I guess one of their best ones. It's a, it's a favorite according to the menu. Oh. But yeah, back to this person. Make fun of my nose so I know it's real. I'm sorry. I only love my kitten and my mama. A cab and a half. That's it. That's all it is. So. What's your verdict? I would swipe right. I would swipe right too, because I'm telling you, this person looks nice. Like, like their hair looks cool too, and they look like they're taking a picture in like the savanna or something. Very the interesting. Savannah. The savanna. I'm not shitting you. Like, you look in the back and you're like, "Yo, are there lions back there?" Like, no, there's no lions. <laughs> Let's see. Just um, Florida. It's oh my god, probably Florida, which I would, I would turn around because. Um, the craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida, which is a uh, quote said most famously by one of my favorite radio hosts, Charlemagne the God. That's in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, no, he's funny about it too. Like he he talks he talks about um this he has his own segment called Donkey of the Day, which I okay. like literally that's what I live for for every episode they put up from Monday to to Friday, yeah. and every time he talks about Donkey of the Day, that basically means like like. You know, you got donkey of the day because you did some dumb shit and you deserve to be donkey of the day. So he he always his intro always starts with um something if it, if it has to do with someone that's from the Bronx or Florida. He literally always puts his um his uh, there's like a theme intro before he starts talking. And it's like all the craziest people come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Like it goes in like deep voice, like at the very end, like Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, from all the shit he's put out there from donkey of the day, like. People from Florida are fucking wild because there's like there, there was even a meme like um, if you put if you go on Google and put Florida man and then your birthday, it's going to show you a news that happened about a Florida what a Florida man did on your birthday. So I'm going to look mine up right now because I looked it up before. But um, <laughs> okay. look, I shit you. I shit you not. So put Florida. Florida man. Okay. Um, February 6th. That's my birthday, right? 
So the first thing that comes up, Florida man tries to run over son who wouldn't take bath. What? <laughs> <You're not kidding. laughs> Florida man tries to run over son who wouldn't take bath. And this happened last year in 2019. Um, and yeah. Oh, and here's another one. Here's another one. This is from 2000. Oh, this is from 2020. Florida man gets arrested for the 66th time. 66th time? Yep. Yeah. So now what's what's your um what's your birthday? September 7th. Okay, September 7th. So Florida man September 7th. So you got Florida man drunk and naked allegedly set house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly set house on fire. And I'm I'm shitting I shit you not. This literally is real news cuz this is from USA today. So I mean, that's all you got to do. It says search Florida man, insert your birthday, and then you'll find some news about it. I'm going to put <laughs> one more birthday just because I'm telling you, this is real. So out, for you people listening out there, literally search up on Google, Florida man, and then put your birth month and birthday. And I shit you not, you will find news about something that a Florida man did. So I'm going to put, um, I'm going to put, um, oh, I'm going to put Amanda's birthday, February 4th. Okay. Florida man attacked sister, bit cop after. What? Yep. This happened on Amanda's birthday. This was in 2019. I'm telling you, this is for real. Like, Florida is nuts. And this just proves it. So we're done with that. Um, we're going to read, let's see, um, probably, oh, let's read one more bio. And then we're going to switch over to the, the more um, funnier shit about our lives. So you ready? Okay. My therapist told me I should get out my comfort zone because, quote unquote, watching Netflix alone for six hours at a time is, quote unquote, unhealthy, unquote. Six, uh, six foot, whack that likes, breaking his neck, listening to excision and then cuddling afterwards. This is quite like a bio. This. I don't like that. I don't like it either. This, this guy sounds like he's into some <laughs> kinky BDSM crazy type shit. No, like for real, that's like weird energy. <laughs> Literally says, my therapist told me I should get out my comfort zone because no. watching Netflix alone for six hours at a time is unhealthy. Ew. What oh is it? God. Ew. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> He's 25. He's 25? He's 25. Boy should be working on his future. You know, it's funny because sometimes- Why are you trying to tell everyone on Tinder that you're, like, it's, there's no shame, there's nothing wrong about being in therapy, but people don't need to know that you're on Tinder because your therapist told you to be. Yeah. So, oh man. But the, the what gets me is like six, six foot whack that likes breaking his neck listening to excision and then cuddling <laughs> afterwards. Ew. <laughs> I think excision's like a heavy metal band because if he's talking about breaking his neck, then that definitely means headbanging. Yeah, he's, de he's definitely. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> See, I can add audio effects. I have booing, o oh, cheering, clap, crow, which is weird. Let me see what crow is. What's crow? Oh. oh my god! Okay, that's funny. That's exactly and then what it was. Laugh and whistle. Yeah, let's try them all. Let's see. There's clap. Okay. Cheering. Kind of the same as clapping. And we have uh oh, oh. Uh oh, <laughs> and then booing. Wow. Okay. 
I'm doing that guy. Yeah, can you use audio effects? Um, I don't think I can. Oh, okay. I thought as an admin it would let you, but guess it doesn't. That's okay though. But um, yeah. So that's enough for Tinder bios. That's actually longer than I anticipated it to be on. Or oh no, it's because um, what is it? We start on like the six six and a half minutes. So yeah, oh yeah. No, this is this is definitely a good time because typically I take around twenty five, like twenty to thirty minutes on Tinder bios. But um, yeah. No, we definitely did it in good time. All right. Alex, so I wanted to get more into like um, what your story was behind your tarot readings because I know whenever I, f- I started following you on Twitter some like while ago in the summer, um, you know, you started off with like single digit followers and I was like, you know, and the reason why I followed you is because um, when I think Debbie told me that you two were roommates and I forget what she told me that was like, oh, I can definitely see myself being friends with her. But usually anyone who's really cool with Debbie is cool with me as well. So whenever I like saw you on, on Twitter, I was like, okay, I'm gonna follow this person. And since then, I've been like your low key, like one of your biggest fans. Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've literally watched you go from single digit to triple digit followers now, which is fucking nuts. Um, you've went quite a long way. Like I think you're I definitely think you've reached a good level of Twitter fame, which I'm very proud of, like, you know, you for for reaching that. And I think it's rightfully so because, you know, you have um, you you post meaningful content for people that I guess a lot of them could relate to. And I don't know. So I just want to let you like kind of, I guess, go into what motivated you to start doing your tarot readings and everything else that you do to this day. Yeah, honestly, it's kind of wild. And I don't think I would have gone public with my tarot reading if it wasn't for the pandemic. Um, It was always something that was very private, very personal for me. Like I bought my first deck of cards when I was a freshman in high school. And then um, I lost them. Like it was something that I I was interested in, but it wasn't something like, uh, like I was, you know, I had a lot of family issues, just a lot going on in my life. It wasn't something I really devoted to my life. But my grandma, especially has always been just like a very spiritual kind of psychic person. Um, and that was something that I had always kind of been low key as a kid. And then I got back into it, um, my junior year of high school. And then, uh, like I would just kind of do it for my friends and my family. And then when I got into college, I wanted to make new friends, um, and just like meet new people. So I put a note on my door, my, like in my freshman dorm in Aikens. Um, Mm -hmm. just being like I'll do free tarot readings so I ended up just like giving tarot card readings to just like random drunk people that were passing by (laughs) (laughs) you know what's you know what's funny um now that you mentioned um that you were in Aikens your freshman year I actually was one of your RAs in freshman in your freshman year because my soft my sophomore year I was in Aikens so this whole time we were within close proximity to each other and like didn't even know it that's wild. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah. I, and who, who was um, your, your Ari? Was it um, uh, Tolu or Jay? It was Jay. Jay. Okay. Yeah. Jay <laughs> definitely was. Oh, so you, you, were, you were in the opposite hallway because I, um, I wasn't above you. I was like on the hallway all the way across. Okay. Um, but you were, you were below one of the worst hallways known in Aikens. No, I like oh that God. was literally the worst. Like th- those fucking guys were literally the worst like yeah there used to be the there's the literal fuck boy okay he every single time like constantly just like throughout the night would just open the door and yell fuck as loud as possible just like i remember that the day mm-hmm. and everyone knew it was him but like 
everyone, but like I think his RA and him were like on the same team or whatever, and so he never reported him. <laughs> because like they were like friends and so mm-hmm. everyone was always like and he like would harass the girls and like bang on the bathroom doors and shit oh god that terrible. that's terrible like i swear some some guys have some huge issues um especially yeah. during freshman year like i think it's their experimental period of where they just start doing dumb shit or no like no like for real, i think we had like three guys that ended up getting kicked out like mm-hmm. out of susquehanna <laughs> like within the yeah. first like two months mm-hmm. oh maybe even um further into that too like probably a few more guys like um, within the next semester or whatever yeah no for real. but yeah. So okay, that that's cool. But like going back to your your tarot readings, um, yeah, I that's I don't know. Like I've never heard much about tarot readings. Like I've heard of tarot cards. Um, funny enough, my my ex talked about it. Like the one that okay. I dated uh, before Amanda, yeah. and I never really thought much about it. And she, I don't think she got too much into it to how like to where like I would have a big insight. So like really my like the most knowledge that I have acquired about it has come from you and I know that it's it can be very exhausting um and I don't know like how come does it like use like a lot of your spiritual energy does it really take a lot of like thinking and like how does that work yeah so it's really like I know for me especially it can be you know really draining just for me I think too is because like I'm not neurotypical like I do have like depression anxiety and then I also have ADHD, so the added, all of those added things, it makes it especially draining for me. Um, But the way I look at it, it's like, if you're like an introvert or like, you know, if you just like have a long day and you're drained, tarot reading is kind of like that because you're communing with the universe and like spirits. And so you're Mm -hmm. essentially having a conversation with like all of these entities through your cards and kind of channeling that. So it uses up like a lot of energy and a lot of focus, especially if you're trying to do it to like a high quality. Um, And it's especially like, um, because like it's all like most of my business is all contactless. So it's even harder to try to connect. So I do Mm -hmm. like doing like in-person readings, especially because I've noticed that it's just not as draining for me if I do it that way. Cause there's more equal reciprocation of energy. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> no, it definitely does. Um, so it seems like whenever you do your readings, you take, like, I guess you take in a lot of the energy that that person that you're doing the reading for, like you you feel their energy or what they should be feeling, but you're kind of feeling it on their behalf. Does that sound right? Because when you're like pulling out the cards and stuff. Mm, I wouldn't say it depends on the person. I I would say normally it's like, kind of more third party like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm kind of getting feedback from either their spirits or guides or just like their connection through the universe so I would say it's less like their specific connection and like what they're feeling and more like it's like more like uh um like it's more 5d rather than like reality if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) no it it does yeah yeah it's Um, like their thoughts and stuff are getting like sent up into a cloud. And then that cloud is delivered to me through a third party. And then it comes through my cards. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Do you usually bring your, your tarot cards like around with you? Or is that something you would like, if you were to do it in person, like, was that something you exclusively keep in your own like living space? Uh, no, uh, like I take them around, uh, sometimes like if people want a reading and like, I'll, I'll go over it. I'll give people readings. Like I've done that a lot. I did that a lot last year. 
Um, like I went to Delta and I gave um, like my best friend Edwin a reading and a couple mm-hmm. of other brothers. Um, I think like Isaiah and maybe even Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, like I've just given it one thing that's like really funny is like a lot of the guys that I date when they find out that like I'm into tarot will be like, you should give me a reading. Like I'd love to have a reading from you. So like, I'll give them readings. Um, it's kind of like when you when you match with um, a psychology <laughs> major on Tinder and then they're like, oh, I could psychoanalyze you or or is, I don't know, guys are like, you know, oh, I want to be psychoanalyzed. Yeah. I think is that the term, right? Yeah, just like assessed, like just tell me what's wrong. Yeah, I, I never I, I think that was so weird because I never even knew psychologists could do that, like psychoanalyze you. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know if I want that <laughs> done to me. Like if it was done to me, I'm like, OK, I mean, I want to see what what uh what i have behind this skin here that i think i know but really um yeah that that's that's really cool though i mean i'm so surprised that i haven't even heard of you throughout like my my well i guess sophomore th- through um senior year of college if you know you were kind of getting big on this but it definitely seems like um your your pa- your i guess your journey to doing tarot readings is really going well and mm-hmm. you know i'm like supporting you all the way and um and also I've, I've shouted you out several times throughout my podcasts. And this is, you know, I think I wanted to like also use my platform to help you get your word out there um, <laughs> as well. Cause honestly, I feel like you can make it very far with this. Like, you know, if people just have a little trust in, um, you know, kind of getting to know their spiritual life a little better, I think that, you know, getting these readings, especially from you would be very much worth it you have been like I appreciate the support like (laughs) I think our like internet friendship has been amazing like we just Mm -hmm. hype each other up so much and just like it's amazing I love it yeah our our internet friendship has like I said I told you this before it's been the best friendship I've had with anyone without ever meeting them in person yet (laughs) and we have still yet to meet each other in person but us talking right now like this is probably the closest we've gotten to to like the closest in-person interaction, if you know what I mean, so. No, I do. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, um, hopefully you get to come to my small Halloween party that Amanda and I, and I are hosting. And, um, yeah. you know, that'd be very cool because I think you'll definitely enjoy our energies. Like Amanda and I, we're, we're like a, a comedy duo. Like we're both so, <laughs> like we're very goofy, but she definitely has more of that goofy, positive energy than I do. Like I thought I was goofy and positive, but this girl, she... She definitely um she beats me at it for sure. That's probably why I um I'm I'm very um I don't want to say attached, but like it's just that's the kind of person I don't ever see myself like leaving, you know, like I like to keep yeah. that person around for forever. <laughs> and luckily <laughs> for me, that's my girlfriend. So, you know, it it goes Aww. I don't know. It's Man, and and like I guess we can segue into this now that I'm starting to talk about my love life. But um, <laughs> yeah, my love life has been quite a shit show from high school to now. I mean, high school, um, you, you know how um, I like talked about how freshman me was like too much of a gentleman, and he just never made moves like that. Like it was just he always just waited for things to come to him, really. And even then, he wouldn't even like bite down on the opportunity if it like was right in his face because it was just I don't know it it had to get far enough where it was just obvious where like you know like it's it's obvious where that person wanted me to make the move and then I would do it but if I wasn't at least 99% sure I wouldn't I wouldn't do shit so take that Gian from freshman year 
And then think of high school. High school, I was the nicest guy. Um, I had like the nice, the, the the kindest or nicest male superlative in high school because all the time people would know me to be that person who was always friendly, um, like probably didn't have a single mean bone in them. And you never see them like off their, their happy tree, you know? Yeah. And uh, that that's changed a lot too um, from from college, but um, yeah, love life. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll let you get into yours because I know <laughs> I, I I enjoy seeing like your crazy tweets and oh. and some and the stuff you put on Snapchat too. I'm like, oh my god, this girl's going through it right now. <laughs> 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 oh, you're not wrong. Like I don't no. even like you're it, not like, the first is this... person to say that. Okay, yeah. Like, how, like, has it been one guy that's been like in your brain or what? Like, it depends on what tweets you're talking about. Um, oh my god. <laughs> so I guess no, but there's like definitely a certain like sub like very sad tweets that are normally about one specific person. Mm-hmm. Because I've only had like so like I didn't date at all in high school. I actually thought I was asexual up until my sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. So I was like very innocent. Um, and then oh I like, yeah. And now like I'm bi and it's great. And um, mm-hmm. I real 180. Um, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but no, I got my, I, I fell in love and got my heart broken. Um, actually this time last year. Oh, um, oh no. Like I met him and then he broke my heart when I went to France. Um the spring semester mm-hmm. um like so i think february was like february valentine's day i think was like our real like our last real big interaction and oh so my like, god yeah so i yeah i had my heart broken by someone who i knew was bad for me and who was gonna break my heart and that was the first time that's ever happened <laughs> oh fucking <laughs> yeah no i'm saying boo to the heartbreak because the heartbreaks are, are not good um i got my first one in like senior year of high school so i think i kind of had a i had a head start there yeah yeah Uh, i dated a woman that was like four years older than me (laughs) oh yeah okay it it was um it was statute i think it was statutory rape for like a little bit because i was 16 and she was or no it was statutory rape the whole time never mind oh my god what Yeah, my parents didn't care though. And plus I didn't I never acted my age. I was I was always acting older, so that was like Holy shit. Know. Yeah, yeah. She was my first heartbreak. Yeah. And she was an Aries too. Like, Aries are definitely something else. They're they're different. Um Aries are like, I don't know, people think they're so aggressive, but they're low-key, like just like very soft, passionate people. But the minute, like, I don't know, like they hurt you in a different way. Oh, they do. No, I mean Amanda's parents are both Aries and her mom though, her mom like um i don't like she's from what i've learned about amanda's mom is that that's the kind of person you don't want to be against you let's just put it that way (laughs) um she's very sweet and she is she's passionate too and oh my god and i swear to god when like the way she gets emotional amanda gets emotional the same way and i'm like yep this is where she gets it from like it's it's not and i don't mean that in the like oh she's a woman and she's emotional type thing like i don't mean that at all i mean like like the natural, like emotional uh, uh, personality where like, say uh, something beautiful in a movie happens. It can be sad. It can be happy. Amanda's going to cry. Oh, She's going to cry. So is her mom. They're going to be like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And then you just start seeing their eyes tear up and they're really crying. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> this and trust me, this happens often. This happens very often, and I'm like, that's oh, so God. cute. That's so. It nice. is. It is cute. It's very endearing for sure. But I let me that. ask you, this guy that broke your heart, what was his sign? What was his sun sign? He was a Cancer. Ah. Oh my god! Yeah. This this just further and for, like we both we both went through it with fucking cancers oh, and yeah. shit. I mean, no. yeah, it was so bad for me. Like it was so toxic, and I definitely liked him way more than he was into me. And I've never had that before. Like it's always been like the exact opposite. Like all of my relationships have been like I've never had a relationship last longer than three months because I've always broken up with them. No. <laughs> And then I don't know why three months is always that cap for relationships to be determined whether it's good or not. Because literally, relationships they they either end or they continue after three months. Like that, like three the three month time period is literally what will make or break a relationship. You know? No, like dead ass. Like that's like after three months, I think both people know whether they want to keep investing in it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and that being said, I mean, I've had several relationships that lasted no longer than three months too. I mean, the, the, well, I don't even know what this last one that I was in. Yeah. Like that one lasted me five months. It definitely should not have went longer than that <laughs> or like as long as that did, because um, I think that, that was after my really, really bad relationship before her, which was only like two and a half months almost. Yeah. And that one was even the most toxic. That one was with a Capricorn. So, oh, my. but let me Capricorn. tell you, this Capri- this Capricorn was broken. This, this, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this bitch, but this bitch, she was broken because I literally found out after, um, you know, I was, I guess, not coerced, but like kind of pressured into oh, dating God. her. Cause like she don't was like, third oh, party. don't say third party. Mm. Oh, oh, Wait, what? No. What? Like, that was another guy. Oh no 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 no. Okay, okay. It was just her and I involved, but okay. Um, no, the reason why, um, yeah, the the Capricorn that I dated was terrible was because after I was pressured into like start dating her because she was like, oh, I'm afraid you don't want me and stuff. Like I was manipulated into dating her. Okay. Um, she's like, oh, I'm afraid you don't want me and stuff. And like, she just kept getting in this mood where that can never get her out of unless, you know, I did something to show her that I like wanted her. And I'm like, well, shit. I mean, I guess we can start dating. Things have been going so well. I don't see why not. Biggest mistake of my life. Okay. And he, here's why. Because <laughs> okay. come come to find out she had just broken up. She's just, she had just gotten out of a uh, a verbally abusive relationship that lasted a year. Oh, Literally, no. she's she she met me the week after she broke up with this dude. She didn't tell me that until like shortly into us starting, like as we started dating. So I only knew this chick for two weeks, and we already were in a relationship because it was like those two weeks were really good. But then at the very like around the two week mark, when she started getting all like you know, I guess um, in her bag about how like apparently I'm I don't want her and stuff. Like I literally did everything I could to show her that I was completely interested in her and then come to find out that there was just all this baggage right behind her that she was hiding. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. Dude, that's so intense. But like, yeah, and me being the person, like I don't, I okay, so mom and raise no bitch, okay? So like <laughs> I like to um, hold out on things, like meaning I like to work things out the best way possible. Um, I'm not someone who easily gives up. 
And I don't know if that's like something that's part of an Aquarius man, but like for me, I always am looking to um, satisfy my woman in the best way possible. And even when things get rough, I always think, okay, this is temporary. We can get through this. That's why, that's how I always see it. I don't always see it as like struggle as a warrant to, you know, exit the relationship. You know what I mean? Right. So I stuck it out for like a month or two. And after... I guess we started dating, um, things were going good. And then it just came back again then to me, not apparently not wanting her or, um, like there was, she, she was always like asking if there was something wrong and I'm like, um, no, I'm perfectly fine. Like, and eventually it was very repetitive. It was almost every day. And then it got to a point where I couldn't hang out with my friends, especially my female friends. Like, let me tell you, Alex, if I was around any other female, all hell would break loose. Like she would be like, it, it, it was like, she was evidently suffering from like insecurities where she, she, she thought she was getting cheated on or whatever. And rightfully so, because like, I guess her past involved a lot of that. And there was um, definitely a lot of um, not so great things that happened in her life as well. But I think at the same time, she took too much of that trauma and like, you know, she definitely she projected so much on you because like I'm in a really similar position mm-hmm. right now where like I'm getting over like a toxic person mm-hmm. and like relationship and I recognize that I have bad habits and sometimes I project but like I talk to the guy that I'm talking to and I'm like hey like you can't do or say this to me because he used to he, he used to like not talk to me for days at a time if I upset him and then like that is just a thing for me like you know what I mean like you have to be healthy yeah. about it like it's not it's not really like a valid excuse like it's an explanation but you don't get to treat people shitty because of that yeah I think also when you're like dating someone if there's like any sort of trauma that they've went through and they make it known to you you definitely I think they tell you because a they trust you in that sense where you know they can tell you that and it makes you aware of what not to do so she made me very very aware of what not to do let me just put it out there right now right but like the controlling who you who you can and can't hang out with Mm -hmm. is just like that's not like healthy like yeah that's not a healthy response like you should be allowed to have female friends just because like yeah you were cheated on doesn't mean you know what i mean yeah because you know i like Obviously, you know, with her and I, it was a clean slate. I never did anything to wrong her. And, you know, I was already getting like she was already putting this burden on me about, you know, that, oh, she was cheated on multiple times. And, you know, like she didn't like I I was trying, I guess it, it made me feel like I was trying my best not to look like I was cheating when really I had no reason to do that because I knew I was I knew my intentions. I had no. Um, I had no intention to like do her wrong. Like uh, that's just me as a person, like Aquarius men, or at least for me specifically, like I'm very loyal, you know? And when I say I am loyal, like I don't, I don't use that loosely. I say it because I mean it. So every time I say I'm a loyal friend, I'm a loyal, um, um, significant other, like I'm serious about it. I take it as seriously as I do my job, you know, like I'm a very hard worker and like, just stuff like that. I don't, I don't fuck with, you know? So whenever my trust is questioned, I always feel like taken aback, especially because I feel like off the bat, I always open myself up so much that, you know, not only do I set myself up as an easy target to get emotionally hurt, Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. but also, um, I don't know, I guess I just open myself up to the wrong people sometimes. And that's what I've done several times. Um, especially within my, like my last two relationships, like I've opened up so much of myself off the get that I think, I think part of the reason I did that too was because, um, you know, typically from my dating experiences, girls want a guy to show that they care. And I think I showed that I cared for sure, but maybe a little too much. And at a point where like, you know, the last two exes that I had took advantage of that. And eventually it turned out with me, you know, becoming a pushover and like also just dedicating all this unnecessary time, fixing something that shouldn't have been my problem in the first place. Um, and it's, it's just, it kind of sucks how, oh, sorry, I'm just removing a sticker off my table. I keep forgetting to yeah. take it off. Um, it just sucks how, you know, relationships sometimes turn out to be that way. Um, I've learned a lot though, from those last two, like a lot. Um, Amanda and I, we, we just surpassed seven months as of two days ago. And I honestly didn't, I, I, I like, you know, in my head, I was just kind of like, you know, I'm just going to go with the flow with this relationship. I'm still going to give it my all obviously. And, um, you know, just let it happen. And, yeah. And it's been going so well and I'm still to this day scared Like <laughs> deep down inside. I'm scared. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Okay. We're, we're going on month four. We're going on month five. Okay. There's six. Oh my God. We, we, we surpassed half a fucking year. What is going on? And now we're oh month God. seven. And in my head, I'm just like, wow, this is going so much better than I thought. And it just sucks that I'm thinking that way because the past two relationships, I really, I, I'm not, I don't want to use them as an excuse for me to be like, oh, they fucked me up and all this stuff. But deep down, it, it really changed my view a little bit in relationships. It also helped me not be as much of a pushover anymore. Yeah. You know, because like I was always that person that was seeking to satisfy my partner in like all aspects 100% of the time. So I was always giving more of myself than they would be giving me. And I learned that there has to be a healthy balance with that, you know? Yeah, I like I, I think it's really valid to admit like I like literally just tweeted this a couple of days ago where I was like, wow, I didn't realize that I was this fucked up from my past until mm -hmm. like you have to address it and like until someone's addressing those issues that and even if you didn't realize that you had like I think it's great to acknowledge like how people have hurt you in the past because otherwise how do you heal from that you know if you never acknowledge it then mm -hmm. you're never gonna you're never gonna evolve from that and I think like that I think like the, our past relationships like even though they were really shitty I think they were necessary for us to go through them because otherwise like we would still be like repeating those same old you know, mistakes, like for me, like I like compromised a lot of my boundaries and sacrificed like a lot of who I was. And like so much of like my like toxic relationship came because like I myself was not in a healthy place. So like dating someone who also was really not in a healthy place, like it did not promote healthy mindsets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think what's also important too is that you have to know the difference between hat like being with someone who just needs a little work on this and that but also right. being able to distinguish whether or not they have these toxic traits and some trauma that they need to take care of themselves because <laughs> one thing i've learned the hard way is that when someone is suffering from trauma they have to do that on their own they have mm -hmm. to they have to learn from it they have to 
cope with that on their own. They can't just go to a new person and expect that person to be like a catalyst of them fixing it or, exactly. you know, I, I used to um, date someone who um, was a smoker and I was someone who always told myself, like, I can never see myself dating someone who smokes, but you know, this person's personality trumped over that. And I was like, you know, I, I'm willing to give it a shot. And she even went out of her way to like, stop smoking for me. And I told her, you know, you really don't have to do this for me. And, you know, she was, she, you know, she was insistent on it that she wanted to do it for herself too. But then I remember that like, whenever we like, um, whenever I guess we were close to the end of our relationship, she started going back to the same old habit again of smoking. Mm. And eventually like the just relationship ended because, um, uh, she did cheat on me, but this was like very, <laughs> yeah, that was the first person that ever cheated on me. <laughs> what a plot, fucking plot twist. I know. Um, I honestly, that I, the, like, this was like the first time I was knowingly cheated on. Like I, this is like, you know, cause like, I know how a lot of people have experiences with that, but my experience That's like my really, worst fear. I, I still to this day, I don't even have that fear myself, which is weird. Mm. Maybe. Maybe it's my moon in Gemini that doesn't think too deeply about that. Oh, see, no, I'm like such a loyal. I'm like, I don't uh want to say like I'm a possessive person. I I Mm -hmm. think it, I don't know. Like being cheated on is like one of my deepest fears. Like I think if I was cheated on, like I think that would have me. Like I don't, like if I was in a relationship and someone like full cheated on me, I don't think Mm -hmm. I would like ever date like ever again. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I i always thought to myself about that too like the what ifs you know of of getting cheated on and um i i mean i i wish i can really i mean no, i don't wish i can relate but like <laughs> the most i can do is try and empathize with people because like i know so mm-hmm. many people have been cheated on at least once and like That's you know so it's it, it's affected them greatly but it's just weird to say that for me now that i can say i've been cheated on before i really i like it just it wasn't that far into the relationship where it was like you know that it hurt me like yeah it sucked and i'm like well why did you do that and even then after no no here's the worst part too i stayed with her for another like week or two like trying to figure it out like well how long were you guys together um it was only like like it was one of those three month relationships like this only lasted like a month and a half though but like i really liked this girl and i and i wasn't at that point where i was like super deep into her like obviously i was still figuring out figuring her out um and oh my gosh um but yeah this she she cheated on me when she went on vacation to the ocean city with her friend um yeah like she said like she was drunk and stuff and then like she she was i guess she left or whenever um you know you know how like you you know you say your nice little cute goodbyes before someone like one of one of the other goes away for like a vacation for a little bit yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't wait to see you again or whatever. I'm going to miss you, whatever. Okay, we had that. But I guess um, the way I came off to her kind of came off as of like, I didn't really care as much. And I had no idea. cheat on someone. I had no idea though until like she went over there and cheated on me. She was like, oh, I felt like you were losing interest in me and stuff like that. And I was just like, fuck it. And I was like, are you kidding me? In my head, I'm like, what? What, why didn't she, and I asked her, why didn't she tell me this before? I had no idea you were thinking this way. And this is, this is where I, I'm going to have to harp on this too. Communication is so fucking important in relationships. Like, especially like, v- like verbal face to face communication, not just through text, like actual in-person communication is so important because shit like that happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm like, I would have never guessed like someone was gonna cheat on me. Like it was no, just never uh, it, my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Um it's it's just I can't big... believe that's such a dumb mm -hmm. excuse though. Like I mean, looking back at it now, I'm like, bitch, this that was the dumbest excuse I've ever heard. But of course, me being me, like this was before I, I was over being pushed over, but right. um I was we still trying to be understanding of it, but yeah. Um so yeah, that didn't last long. And then afterwards, um, <laughs> you know, we ended up not keeping in touch. But funny enough, she like, I guess still had my number. Like a year later, she texted me. And I was, it was just very short and brief because she wanted like to know about something that I have been involved with in the past um, with um, this like product that I used to sell. Um, okay. Pyramid scheme, by the way, totally not into it oh, anymore. Shit. I'm so glad I got out. But she just wanted to buy the products. And I'm like, oh, just, you know, here's this person's number. They can get you the stuff. And she's right. like, okay, cool. And then I never followed up from there. And <laughs> I think in a way she was trying to kind of, you know how exes try to gateway their 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 way back into your life by like bringing yes. something up that's completely irrelevant? Yes. Well, I think that was her tactic and I just didn't bite. And I was like, okay, Oof. that's that's it. Um I'm uh, Let me just say, um, I know I've talked about this a few times, but like me being an Aquarius and having my moon in Gemini, like being an Aquarius sign and then Gemini moon is quite a, um, I think it's quite a combination because you see Gemini's and Aquarius, they're like some of the most laid back, but also multi-personality um, signs in, um, you know, in, in the astrological aspect. Like, I don't know, I wanna know, what is your opinion on those, on, on like Gemini's and Aquarius especially? So I've noticed that Aquarius, like people who have strong Aquarius placement, um, they tend to be like very, I don't want to say like obsessive, but those are like, I was literally just like in a Twitter thread about this is the fact that every person that I know who's had strong Aquarius placements have always valued like the women, women especially have valued like their romantic placements over like the romantic like relationships over like any others and i've mm -hmm. noticed like it's very hard for them to like open up like aquarius placements it's very hard for them to originally open up but once they really like you like romantically like it that's it like you're their person like they're very loyal like like they're planning your wedding like it's very like it's that... zero to 100 so <laughs> quick that is literally amanda to a t <laughs> <laughs> and no i'm I... just serious no, like, I can't relate to that at all. Like, I've just never been that way. And, like, so one of my mm -hmm. ex-closest friends was, like, an Aquarius son. And, like, her romantic life was her entire life. And I'm just, like, not that person. And I just can't understand it. Like, I just, I can't fathom it. Yeah, I I mean, I've, I've had um, I've had some partners in the past that when they, well, you know how I said that I give a lot of myself at the beginning to show yeah. them that, you know, you're in for something good. Like I'm a great guy and I have a lot to <laughs> offer. Um, and yes, I do have a little bit of an ego, but I think it's very good to have that, not a big ego, but just an ego in general, because yeah. um, in my opinion, you're giving yourself that respect of knowing your worth and you're not like that person who um, you're, you're, you're not undermining yourself because it's kind of like you're trying to sell something. Okay. So in this sense, you're selling yourself. And, you know, it, the market is pretty cruel out there and you got to be like, yo, this is what I have to offer. And I'm pretty, you know, confident that I'll be able to um, satisfy your needs with all these things I can do. Right. Yeah. So I, I give a lot of that off the bat and then I kind of like tone it down later on because 
you know, obviously, um, whenever something is fresh and new, both parties are like all over giving like literally 110% because they're like, everyone has the same goal in mind. They're trying to like, just continue reeling you in and stuff. So whenever I I've done that with some of like several of my partners, they were then so like into it where like, you know, they already are seeing a, 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 a very long future with me, mm-hmm. which this is within the first three months too. And this hap- this has happened now within the past, I think f- four relationships, including Amanda now, um, Amanda being the only one that's went through the three month mark uh, or no, <laughs> no. Um, Amanda is, is the longest relationship I've had so far out of the, the past three that I've had. And um, I don't know. I think it, it just makes me think about how, like there's a lot of shitty dudes out there that don't really offer the same as like I would because me, like I know when, okay. So like whenever I first met Amanda, we, we just had a, like a, um, like, you know, a nice little date at a Dunkin' Donuts. And, um, we just talked about our favorite music. We talked about things that, um, you know, we advocate for things that like we follow, um, and we go off a lot about like our favorite activities, shows to watch. And from that point is, you know, it's not even just about the similarities between you and that person, but it's also how well conversations flow. Yeah. And I think, I think I've had that same thing almost with like the past three relationships I've had where like the conversation just went so well and that you know, that person is already like on top of me, like mentally, like, oh my gosh, I want this person. Like, give me all of you, you know? Um, <laughs> In the <laughs> I'm, I'm way and, and I, and I have this fear sometimes of my partner being like toxically obsessed with me, which now I do a bet. I do a really good job of making that known to Amanda. Like, I don't want her to be so obsessed with me to the point where like, you know, it's, it's like she can't do her activities without me because I've, I've had that same problem before. Like I like, but this was on the other side. So like my freshman year, when I started dating the, the one chick that I dated for like a year, um, yeah. I had that problem where I was obsessive. And this was like my first relationship after my first heartbreak, mind you. So I was just like giving way too much of my all. And eventually this person um, ended up, you know, like just taking you know, advantage. Well, she ended up like she she broke up with me and then we ended up getting back together because what she wanted me to do was kind of build up on my independence. So, um, no, she I think she had all good intentions. Like, don't get me wrong. But I think that um, somewhere along the way, whenever we did get back together, um, I like the roles reversed. The the yeah, actually, yes, the role was definitely more reversed. Um for a while it was healthy, but then eventually around the year mark, it got to a point where, um, you know, I was kind of resentful of her and then come to find out I was actually, I was actually my own worst enemy because I had, I started going through some serious, like, um, like, like, uh, self image problems, like self esteem and everything. Like I just hated myself to the point where I started hating everything else around me. So obviously with me hating myself, whatever came with that self, I started to resent as well. And obviously part of that was the person I was dating at the time. Right. And eventually I ended up straight up breaking up with her, like in her face being like, you know, I, you know, I'm breaking up with you. I don't love you anymore because at that time I was breaking away from 
an old self that just mm. needed a complete restructure. Um, and in a way, it was very toxic because I just I burned bridges. Yeah. Um, I I was I was kind of a dick for a little bit. Yeah. And I wasn't nice to myself either. Like it was just a whole mess. This was all in my sophomore year, by the way. Um, okay. Like spring semester of sophomore year. Okay. Um, that yeah, spring semester of sophomore year was where like I just self destructed as a person. And I remember reading about something uh, about Aquarius, especially where if like they have this toxic trait where if something isn't right in their in their life and they just continue to they let shut it shut down. Yeah, they either shut down and or they explode and they just start, you know, they 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 go in self-destruct mode. And that's what ended up happening to me. And from there, I started like trying to learn more about um, myself. And I think that's kind of what started me looking further into what Zodiac signs were about and what the Aquarius specifically, since I'm an Aquarius, um, yeah. what that entailed. Um it just yeah. like you were going through a tower moment. Yeah, I really was. Um, it it was like a roller coaster that was going up and up and up for such a long time. But there was like, you know, obviously the healthy balance would have to be, it goes up and then a little down and then up and then a little down. But no, this shit was going just continuously up. And then eventually when it went down, when it started going down, it was like it, it fell off the fucking trail, like the, the, the tracks. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up losing some friends along the way and, um, you know, for some right, some wrong reasons. And I don't know, like, I guess what my point in all that is that I really started getting more into trying to um, connect with myself spiritually. And I feel like with every relationship that stopped working that, you know, that ended up, you know, obviously turning out bad. I always tried to figure out what I could have done better or mm. if there was anything outside of, you know, just us yeah. two that could have contributed to that. And eventually yeah. I found out that part of it had to do with the incompatibility between me and that person. So that person that I dated for a year, she was a Taurus. Tauruses and Aquariuses are like one of the worst compatible, like one of the worst combinations um you know according to what i've read on you know like uh, some websites about astrology and then i also dated a, a capricorn and a cancer and those also are not the most compatible with aquarius because because those those three um zodiac signs from what i've learned are very headstrong when it comes to their emotions typically um also a, a, a cancer and capricorn especially like they're 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 a very special kind of being, especially within like um uh when it comes to women, like Capricorn and, and Cancer women. But I don't know, like I just I guess I kinda want your insight on that too. Like what do you think about um about the whole thing of um compatibilities and, and maybe mine specifically too, because like I don't know, I kind of want your insight on that with like me being Aquarius and then me dating uh signs that are incompatible. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, like, not, like, an astrologer. So, like, my, like, insight onto, like, astrology and compatibility is definitely not, like, as in-depth as it would be for someone who, like, studies it. 
Um, but I definitely think it's way more nuanced. Like a good indicator, I would say, is looking at like their Venus sign because that and their Mars sign, because Venus kind of shows like how they tend to approach, you know, love and relationships in general and how they are. And then I've been reading that like um, your descendant sign. So like that's so I'm a Scorpio rising, which is my ascendant. And then my descendant would be Taurus. That's how you interact while like, that's who you kind of become when you're in a, like a relationship or like in love. And then, Interesting. yeah. So it's really, I think it's like way more nuanced than just looking at like sun signs. Mm-hmm. I will say I am biased because I don't typically get along well with other earth signs. Mm-hmm. Like they have to have a lot of other energy in their chart. I've noticed like other Virgos I tend to vibe with like pretty fine but like I've noticed like tor- like the most toxic people in my life have been like to- like other earth signs like Taurus um or Aquarius <laughs> <laughs> but I, Wait, I don't know is like, it I think isn't it's- a, well, Aquarius is an air symbol though it is an air sign yeah but yeah, it's, it's either like sign. it's been like Taurus or Aquarius that's so weird though but I sure I, hope I, I didn't about, come out I toxic I don't okay. think you're toxic. No, I think okay. it's those other people. Well, but, I'm yeah. I'm very glad I didn't come off that way so far. I mean, yeah. I definitely think I've improved as a person where, you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, I definitely cannot be as toxic as I was, like, say, back in sophomore year for sure. Right. Like, I, everyone, everyone has a little bit of toxicness in them, you know? Exactly. Well, and I think the fact that you, like, have come to realize, like, that wasn't really an accurate reflection of who you were and you were going through things. And, of course, like, that doesn't always excuse your behavior, but it's a place where Obviously. you can understand it. And like, I think it's great that you're acknowledging that because there's so many people, like they don't acknowledge when they're toxic or their toxic tendencies. Mm-hmm. And like, it's important to acknowledge that so you can correct it so you don't continue to be that person. And I that, think you definitely put in the work. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I, I pride myself in that as well because I'm, I'm always that person that always wants to uh, break down every situation before I kind of put it behind me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I think yeah. that's like very important because like people, what they don't do is like a lot, a lot of things that people don't do is acknowledge that say something happened or this needs to be like mm-hmm. um, reflected upon or whatever. Um, and I think that just, I think it comes back to like what I've learned in school too, believe it or not. Yeah. Me being a communications major, I took a, a communications theory class and that taught me so much of just just about communicating in general like like literally speaking to people on a daily basis and i i remember i had like not even though i can't exactly remember everything i learned i do know that like my actions reflect a lot of what i learned and it's like i had an epiphany whenever um you know some of the things that we discussed were brought about and i'm like wow this is why people think this way or this is why like certain problems are never solved because of the simple thing that people could do you know with communicating like it's it's really a lot easier than people think but obviously yeah. we live in a society where you know say like face to face confrontation is very um it it's something that's highly feared because People simply don't want to potentially, quote unquote, potentially create a problem. But sometimes it's good because that's just the balance of life, you know? Like you can't have good without bad, you know? Well, and my biggest complaint, and I've noticed like the people that I tend to like, I end up not pushing out of my life, but I tend to just Mm -hmm. drift away from or like cut contact off with are people who 
like will say that they don't like confrontation, but what they mean is they don't like change at all. Like they don't like any growth. They don't like to acknowledge if like what they're doing isn't wrong at all. And I just, I can't get along with those people because I feel like I am in a constant state of reflection and growth. Like who I am this semester versus like who I was like last year is like completely different person. And like, I can't, I can't be friends with someone or like my biggest thing is like, I like people in my life who encourage growth and who are, who give room for me to grow and who are also growing as people. And I just noticed that like once people start stagnating and they stop working on themselves, I just end up not having room for them, for them in my lives anymore. Because it's like, I don't like, why are you still the same as you, as you were when you were a freshman? Like we're seniors now. Like, why are you still on your same bullshit? Like, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and think you I, I honestly I resonate with that like with that perspective a hundred percent because I I also look for people in my life who, you know, like you said, promote self growth, um, help each other, support each other. And that's just something that has to be valued more than ever now, especially as an adult, because you just don't want to have a, a meaningless friendship where like you're you don't feel supported by them, you know, whether that be in a relationship or a friendship. And I think that's mostly, I think that's a big reason why um, you and I vibe so well is because, (laughs) and this was even like, we've never even discussed this. Like, this is probably the longest conversation we've ever had. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like, it's, it's very good to know that that's exactly what you look for when it comes to having friendships, because like, I'm the exact same way. Like literally everything you just said, like, I could have said the exact same thing. And I'm like, you know, like, this is awesome. You know, this is, these are the kind of people I like to surround myself with is people who get it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So you obviously get it. And <laughs> honestly, there, there, but there's also people out there that don't like, they right. don't think like, oh, I don't have to change this about myself or like the way I see it is there's always room to grow every day. Like every day you should be, yeah, you should always be even like a little better even if if it's like the slightest change you should be a better version of yourself from the previous day every day i think exactly yeah i totally (sighs) agree i'm glad Mm -hmm. we're on the same page yeah we're back yeah obviously we are (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah um i wanted like i'm I'm totally gonna start backtracking now because i know we were talking about like our love life stories and i i know i went a whole lot more into mine than i did yours but so where are you at right now in terms of your love life how's that going (laughs) Because my tweets have been kind of ambiguous, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, pretty. Well, I'm kind of talking. To, I don't see. I don't want to jinx it. Um, I'm kind oh, of no. <laughs> talking to someone kind of seriously, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I guess you're just gonna have to go with with go with the flow, because honestly, going with the flow. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, he's and... very different from my normal type. Like he he's very different from my normal type from like mm-hmm. who I interact with, and like we've already like I don't know like. I've never had like we've only been talking for like a month and I've never had someone uh be so willing to discuss issues with me which was really interesting like I mm-hmm. like we've literally already had a phone conversation where I'm like was crying and like was like you can't say this like blah 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 like these are the issues and then he was like I'm sorry I completely understand and he was like oh. and I, I literally was like delete my number I can't do this and he was like <laughs> He, he was like, I'm not deleting your number. And then immediately called me and he was like, let's talk about this. And I was like, wow, oh, I've never had that God. before. I've never had anyone put in that effort. 
Well, shit. Um, yeah. I already like this energy. <laughs> no, that's yeah. that's very that's actually very good. Um, yeah, try not to get swept off your feet too hard now, Alex. Stop. I don't. Well, I don't know because see, he's a mixed he's mixed energy. So like today, I posted on my Snapchat story like that that video of me where I'm like, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, ha ha ha. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. You and you thought it was funny. He commented and he was like, "Don't be a douchebag." And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like. <laughs> Cause I, I don't know, like he didn't like the vibes and I was like, I can't stress this enough, but if that is too much arrogance for you, like this just isn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. don't know, like it's touch and go, I guess. Yeah. You know what I think, um, going back to the whole talk about, um, the, like the sun signs and moon and every other aspect of your, um, I guess your, what, what's that called again? Um, I don't want to say it, your horoscope, just everything that contributes to you as a person astrologically. Our birth um, charts. Yeah, there we go. Our like natal charts, right? Yeah. Okay, so I think um, going back to like the whole thing about natal charts, they, you know, even though, say your sun sign wouldn't be compatible with another person's, there's other parts that could be compatible. So like I know I've met a few Scorpio friends and you know Scorpios and Aquariuses are like the least compatible pairs ever or yeah. one of them. And here I am being as great of friends with like um my one friend her name's Emmy, she's a Scorpio, but her and I our energies are like exactly the same. Like we're like bitch, yo bitch, what up bitch? And then I have Debbie, which her and I we're like we have like this um very calming friendship where like when we're around each other, it's like we have all of the same similarities, but like our energies um, have to complement each other. So like her energy yeah. is always a lot lower. Mine's always a lot higher, but sometimes she'll like, you know, sometimes I, I feel like I bring my energy down a lot more and then she'll bring hers up just a little bit. And it's just like a perfect match for our friendship, yeah. you know? So I love that. And, yeah. And, and I think it, that just has to do with like other aspects of our natal chart than just the sun sign, you know? Yes. And I don't know. I just find that so cool because, like, do you know what this guy's sun sign is? I know his entire birth chart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what, what, what's your verdict on, like, how it may look like? Well, okay. I have, like, an interesting history with Sagittarius men. So he's a Sagittarius. And then, mm -hmm. like, the last – I am constantly getting involved with fire signs because I love fire signs. But, mm -hmm. like, the last – Sagittarius I had like a real thing with was like I I broke up with him after like that was like a roller coaster in and of itself oh god but like yeah it ended with me pretending that I was yeah anyways um what <laughs> wait a minute what did I just miss what so like I okay so fun fact about me is I normally date like older guys mm -hmm. like 25 26 24 that's like my normal age range okay and this guy was like 25 um and we had been dating like we met like in august and like we broke up in october but we like we were it's hard to call it dating because like he said i love you in oh, september God. and was talking about like i want to have a family with you and like i want to like marry you I, and he like said, I love you and was really serious about it. And he was like, you want to be my girlfriend, like make this official. And the entire time, like, I was like, well, I'm going to France. I'm going to France. I'm going to France. Okay. And he was like, 
I'll wait for you. Like, he's like, I understand if you want to date other people while you're abroad. He's like, I don't want to hold you back. But when you come back, I want to be there for you. And I have like bad commitment issues. And so I was just like, at first I was like, maybe. And then I broke up with him. And I like, he, he said all of this to me when he came up randomly at like 12 a.m. And I'd been out partying. So like, we didn't go to bed until like 3 a.m. And I was like drunk as shit. Oh, so, God. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll be your girlfriend. Like, we can make this work. And then like. This was drunk you told him that? Yes. Yes. No. Like, Stop. <laughs> and then like, yeah, no. And it was like 3 a.m. Like, it was bad. And then. This like, dude, is he's so stupid. He took the worst. He really, he took advantage of you. Well, because we hadn't seen each other because I'd come back to campus. So it was like the first time we'd seen each other in a while. Oh, my God. But definitely not great timing. Like, I was really fucked up and he knew it. And like, so then I ended up talking to him and I was like, this is where I'm a douche. I was like, I don't remember agreeing to be your girlfriend. And <laughs> I did. I remember I told him I didn't though. And he's like, oh, well, do you still want to be? And then I was like, no. And then I broke up with him a week after that conversation and was already talking to another guy. And I hooked up with that guy for like two weeks. And then like October 26th, I met the cancer guy who broke my heart. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Wow. So, but no. that was like my Sagittarius experience. And and then every Sagittarius guy I've met after that immediately tried to like trap me. Like they immediately were like talking about like committing to me. That's that's crazy. I mean, man, you weren't joking when you, <laughs> you said you had a roller coaster of a love life. Like that's yeah. Oh man. No, and the guy that I met after him, I told him I just wanted a friends with benefits and I was low key. Okay, I was still I was technically hooking up with this guy while I was still talking to like the Sagittarius guy. Mhm. Cuz we'd established like in that week before I'd officially broke up with broke up with him, we were open. Okay. So I was hooking up with this other dude and I was telling him like we were talking about it, which was really weird while we were hooking up. And then he was like <laughs> And then I was like, we're just friends with benefits. Like, I don't want anything serious with you. And he was like, I want to meet your family. I'll be your bro little brother's best friend. Like, I really like you. Like, I can see a future with us. And I was like, bitch, what part of I don't want anything serious did you not understand? And then I stopped talking to him. Wow. That, well, the whole thing of, um, it's so funny because I feel like we've we've encountered similar situations yeah. like with you having guys telling you, oh, my God, I want a family with you. I want this and that with you. Literally, yeah. I went through the same thing with like some of my past relationships no, or like, I guess, you. hookups, if you, if you will. Yeah, nothing puts that, like nothing puts like your relationship more into perspective than when they're like talking about like having a family and like a whole future with you. And then you're just like not feeling it. And it's not even like maybe one day it's like, absolutely not. I don't this, you're not a forever person for me. Yeah. It's just, it's just so weird when, when people bring that up because I'm like, I want to work my way toward that mentality. I don't want that to be mm -hmm. just mentioned one day. And I'm like, um, what if this, and this, this happens because I learned this from one of my past relationships, like you can't, you can't set a plan that's way far ahead in your life. Like it's going to happen, you know, like if you do that, you're just setting yourself up for, for a lot of emotional turmoil, you know, because I, it's. Oh yeah. I think the like, mentality of dating for marriage is inherently fucked up. Like you can date for like long. It time. is. I think if really you try is. to date someone with like marriage in mind, you're just going to taint it. Like you're going to ruin it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the experience. 
Yeah, exactly. No, that's I literally have never went in a relationship being like, um, okay, <laughs> like I already want to marry this person. But like whenever I, I con whenever I connect very well with someone, I'm just like, oof, like I don't think about marriage. I just think about, oh my God, I can't wait for like all the good times are going to go through, you know, all that, like all the great stuff that can happen from here on out. Yeah. Like that's what I, I, I think about. I can relate to that. There was one incident, but I was also drunk, so it doesn't count. There was one incident <laughs> where I thought I met like the love of my life at a bar in Paris at like 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't count. That no, but dr also, Drunk Alex... Our it was the day after Valentine's not. Day. I had just gotten done like crying like all day. Over, oh, girl, like, you were all kinds of fucked up then. <laughs> I was. And I was like calling my friends and I was like, I think this guy is my soulmate. I'm going to marry him. He's oh, British. my God. <laughs> no. He has a podcast. You know? I hope he never hears this. Because he'll know oh, immediately it's him. D oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is this person from France too or is it from a different country or from the US but like different college? No, he's from the UK. He's British. We But we oh. met in Paris. We met in a pub in Paris. Ah, and like, we instantly clicked. He's oh my gosh. He's, he talks all posh. Yeah. Do you want to know something funny? Whenever I was at the UK during my um uh, summer abroad, yeah. Um, it's so funny because <laughs> when I would drink, I literally would start developing an accent. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm no, dead serious. Like I literally would talk like <laughs> if I was like them and I'm like, oh my God, sometimes it would turn out a little good, but sometimes it was really fucked up. Stop. They would ask your ass. Well, it's funny because like, I'd have people ask me like, are you from here? I'm like, oh no, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, from the U.S. from the U.S you know, US, yeah. America. And um, they were always surprised. No one's gotten mad at me or has threatened really? to beat me. But um, no, yeah. No. They're always like, all right, mate. Like, <laughs> all right, you're throwing out some fisty cuffs. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I've met a lot of cool people over there in the UK. I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time there. I would so go there again, 10 out of 10 for the burgers and the beer mm -hmm. and also for the nightlife because oh, yeah. that was dope. That was oh, really I miss dope. Europe nightlife, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, like everything there, like it's just it's just crazy how um you know Different. Europe is compared to here in, <laughs> in America. Like honestly, if I had to choose a place to like live, I would definitely choose somewhere in Europe, probably Italy. Yeah. Same. I've always wanted to go to Italy, especially now because I I know Italian too. Oh, Italian boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i like that little musical break you just put in there yeah <laughs> it's like oh, welcome to italian you like to speak italian hey yay wow we went in different artistic directions <laughs> yeah we kind of did yeah i don't know um wow i man i feel like we can talk for quite a while i mm -hmm. like especially about our love lives like holy <laughs> shit like our I, I can definitely tell that we both shared similar complications in terms of like our love lives which is very good oh, yeah. because obviously then you can go on about like how this is terrible how that's terrible oh, yeah. this happened and that happened you learned um, that from this i learned that from this <laughs> yeah but honestly i wish you the best of luck with the with this dude right now that you're seeing because <laughs> like i like if it were me i would be treading very carefully like after my experiences oh, yeah. i'm like okay i'm just gonna not give too much but not give too little just know when to do this know when not to do this you know all this exactly. stuff it's like oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's just the love game is so hard especially when you're trying to just get <laughs> into it you know like you're trying to oh, like yeah. it's you're trying to get you're on the path to love like trying to find that person that's yours and then 
Um, oh, sometimes yeah. it won't click off the bat. Sometimes it'll click instantly and maybe it'll, oh, you know, um, I will admit I did have my ups and downs with Amanda. Like, um, mm -hmm. like there were, it was like, it was more with, um, issues within ourselves that we were trying to get over. Yes. And I remember in my head, I still had that same mentality. Like I can get through this. Like, you know, if we can get through this and we can get through a lot more things down the future and it'll be great. And guess where we're at right now? Like, and this was like around the, I think the first three months of us dating and okay. um, here we are in month seven and like, we're like the best we've ever been, you know, ever so far. Like it just doesn't get, you know, it hasn't got like, it, it just gets better all the time, you know? Oh, 100%. Um, so honestly, I, I mean, it's very, it, it's, it's definitely a journey seeing you, um, you know, like on, on your journey to finding the guy, but you know, oh, honestly, yeah. that, that Follow takes me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I'll, and of course, I'll definitely plug in your your um, your Patreon and your Twitter on um, the description, as I usually do. Um, you you are definitely a, one of my biggest uh, supporters on the podcast, and I really <laughs> appreciate it. I definitely need to have you back on again, because like, honestly, we only talked about like three topics. Not only, <laughs> I guess, two, excluding the Tinder bios. But yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot more that we can that we can bring up, and honestly, we can like plan this down the road. But usually, I like to keep my episodes like no longer than an hour and a half, and we've definitely surpassed that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would not. But, I would. I won't be offended if you cut out some of my stuff. <laughs> it's no, no. I'm not. I'm not cutting anything. Would you? Are you crazy? <laughs> this this whole thing is getting on, and then you could be like, "Yo, guys, I'm on a podcast. You can listen to me talk about the fucking the fucking craziness of my love life." I will. And then I can't wait for um, like all of the random guys that I'm talking to to be like, um, oh, my God, <laughs> all my past guys being like, why did you bring me up on a fucking podcast? And then I get to be like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wonder how like, honestly, I, I don't know what it's like to be that guy who gets mentioned on a podcast. And then you're going to be like, <laughs> like, you just you just never know what's going to be said about you. And then you're just, you're just kind of listening intently. And then you're just like, it's like you're listening to a, a hip hop song and you're bopping your head. And then when you hear oh, something shit. weird and he's like, you, it's from a male rapper and he's like sucking his dick on a Friday night. You're like, say what? And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And you just turn the headphones off and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. When you know you were sucking his dick on that Friday night. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh my gosh. No. Well, thank you so um, much for having me. Yeah, no, thank you so much for being my guest. You're awesome. I cannot wait to put this out. Like you, you've been, uh, you're, you know, and I personally, I don't mind having like repeated guests. Um, I know I plan on having Amanda in one of my podcasts, so that should be interesting. Oh, I um, yeah, yeah, I know it's it, no, it really will be interesting because like, um, Amanda and I, like our energies, uh, can be very different. Like, I mean, we have the same energies. But mm -hmm. when those energies are active are at different times. So sometimes she'll be very excited and I'm just going to be calm. And then sometimes it's the other way around. So that's one of the, the complications we go through in our relationship is like our energies, like it's 50, 50 right. with whether they match at the same time or not, you know, <laughs> yeah. which is perfectly normal. Cause obviously that that's what keeps our relationship very balanced. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's like something her and I will probably talk about whenever she's a guest on my podcast. So yeah, watch out for that one. Um, so, all right. Well, this is it for this episode of the Big Bam Bear podcast. I want to thank you again, Alex, for being my guest. You've been awesome. And we're definitely going to have another episode for sure. I Ooh. think 
yeah we're as our like i guess as our friendship continues to grow mm -hmm. we're definitely gonna um i think our conversations will flow a lot better and we're gonna have so much shit to talk about like it, it's gonna be exciting so all right well thanks for listening in and tune in for the next episode thank you have a good day It's Levioso. Ah, oh, Levioso. Stop. Uh. <laughs> yeah, boy.